Hey, listeners, I just wanted to take a minute to say thank you to all my great sponsors, you know, and thank you for supporting my podcast. It means a lot to me. And all of your contributions help make this show possible. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to my show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast banner, and there you will see all of my wonderful, wonderful sponsors that help keep me in this pod with the lights on and talking even if you don't like the sound of my voice. In addition to my sponsors, you can also support the podcast by using my Amazon banner. Amazon offers to show a small commission on any product you purchase. You can use my Amazon banner if you're located in Canada or even the UK, even as it's a horrible place to be. I'm kidding. We all know. We love the UK. But to make it easier for all future purchases, I can never say that word. Feel free to mark, but to make it to make it easier for all your future purchases, feel free to bookmark my Amazon URL. Thanks again for all your support. And now back to my show. Do you know what this is? It's stimulating, mind-expanding, the in thing. It's the hula hoop of the jet generation. Podcast1.com presents celebs, pop culture, fashion. No one gets to tell me not to curse. Oh, and some of that, too. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Now, here's Brandy Glanville. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Today, I have two of the most talked about people in the news right now, Mr. Dennis Hoff of the Bunny Ranch and Kim Richards, formerly of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So we'll be talking to them and getting the scoop on what's happening now. Hello, hello. Hello, Dennis. How are you? It's Brandy Glanville here at Podcast Hi, One. Hi, Brandy. How are you? I'm good. You are all over the news, sir. For Good Morning America, Today's Show, Entertainment Tonight, Access, Inside. I just shot Inside again. Oh, my God. Everywhere. It's a giant story. It's it a is giant a giant, story. giant story. And I take the, you know, thank you for taking the time to talk to us about it. But, I mean... Ultimately, like what, in your words, what really happened? Well, Lamar wanted to come out and get away from everything. He contacted us on October 5th. Every day, he would change to another day. On the 10th, he came out, and I told the staff, let him know he could stay in my house, which is attached to the Love Ranch brothel, but he can't bring any drugs. And do we, do we talk to clients like that? No, but Lamar Odom, you do, because you don't know whether this right. is his drug phase or his non-drug phase. Of course. Uh, in, the, in the car, the manager had very heartfelt conversations about his mother passing away young, his father being an addict, uh, his mentor that got him into basketball uh, and taught himself positive self-esteem and motivation. And he talked about how vindictive, Chloe Kardashians and the Kardashians were. So he gets here, wow. uh, meets all the girls in in the car. He'd been con- he'd been going back and forth on social media and private messaging with Madison Montag. Madison Montag is our first pre-op transsexual. She's a porn star. Oh, okay. And so they'd been talking. Now, did and he when manager- he when he was in the car? Did he seem like he was sober and fine and and Everything was yep. going oh, okay. Everything was great. My manager asked, "Are you going to party with Madison Montag?" 
he said, well, I want to meet her or him, but I want to meet everybody else, too. So he gets here, meets all the girls, including Madison, who he'd been communicating with, and he picks two girls. They go in the room, and, and the girls say, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do, Lamar? And what, what are you going to pay us? He says, I want to give each one of you $37,500, 75000 wow. Now, what is and, what is the going rate? Is that that seems like a, a lot more than it would probably. Well, the customer can dictate. I mean, I've seen people spend hundreds of dollars, and I've also, Brandy, seen people spend millions of dollars. Oh uh, it, that's a, that's a lot of money, but there are people with money that spend money. Now, Lamar, because of the fact that he's getting sued for lack of child support, it seemed kind of crazy that he would spend that much money. But he he determined. He wanted two girls 24 hours a day for four or five days, and this is what I'll give you. It's the customer's job not to pay anything. It's the girl's job to get as much as they want. But in this case, Lamar quoted the price, and the girls accepted it. Wow. So <laughs> no, now, I don't know. I mean, party. I might do it for them. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> hey. No, it just that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of cash. Well, it's a lot of it's a lot of money. He was put on a credit card, and uh, so so now the party's on. Once a bottle of cognac, they're having a great time. The next morning, my manager was off Sunday. He summons her in from her house, came into the VIP house, gave her a big hug, gave her a kiss and said, I got the greatest night's sleep I've had in a long time. I love this place. I'm so comfortable here. And when's Dennis coming? And she said, well, four or five days from now, he's coming down because we're having a birthday party. He said, well, can I extend my stay? And they said, yes, absolutely. Now, that, that night, a couple things happened on Sunday night. One, he got a call. The call upset him. And it was about being on the Kardashian Big Butt Show. And the, he didn't like the way he was put. It was a rerun, and he didn't like that segment about what was going on between him and Chloe. Okay? So that was the first thing. He was kind of, kind of somber, and uh, he, he, he was a little upset, but he got over it. Then, a, then Sunday night, the second thing was that he, he pulled out a confidentiality contract and ask everybody that was around him that talked to him to fill that out. Oh, wow. So he's got some trust issues. Obviously, he's been burned in the past. Well, I don't know. I mean, my lawyers suggested maybe this is his plan uh, for a suicide and that he didn't want anybody to be able to talk about it. You just, you just don't, we just don't know. There's so many things going on. Right. Uh, you just don't know. So... So that's Sunday night. Now, Monday, uh, they have a great time. They're partying, and he, he just finally said, I want to be left alone. But no, was he partying with Madison? No, he was oh. not partying with Madison Montag, the, the, the tranny. He was partying with Ryder Cherry and also uh, Monica, Monica, I'm spacing, Monica Moore, I think it is. Okay. And um, they're both on loveranch.net. And so... He wants to be left alone and have a quiet night to himself, which seems strange. And then Tuesday, the girls went to check on him, and he was snoring, sleeping. 
somebody else went back later midday and took some food in there in case he woke up, snoring, sleeping. And then at 3 o'clock, the girls went to check on him, and now he's unconscious. Wow. And he's unconscious. He's foaming at the mouth with some blood. Uh, it's a mess. We call 911. My staff jumped right on it. In fact, Dr. Drew says that my staff and their quick action probably saved his life. Absolutely. If he had been alone in a hotel room, I mean, God knows no one checks on you. So that, I mean, thank God for the girls. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so then the ambulance, we call the ambulance, the police, their summons, they come here. My people are working on him, trying to get him going, get him on his left side, uh, do all the things that they told him. And d- during that conversation, the 911 operator says, is there anything else we need to know? And so my, my staff member says, is there anything we need to tell, anything else we need to tell them? And one of the girls says, well, he said he was doing coke uh, on Saturday, meaning he'd right. done it before he came there, which doesn't surprise me. I think he burned himself out. He was partying starting on the 5th of October and just partying and burned himself out and then wanted to get away. Right. And it's not like you can shake down and see if he has drugs with them. You just, I mean, you can't do that to anyone. You kind of just have to trust that they, they say, you know, if I checked into a hotel and I had pot, no one's going to check for it. You can't, you can't do that. Yeah. And we told him not to bring anything. And and so, uh, so that's, that's probably what it was. He was winding down and and he knew that this is a, a, a zero tolerance place as all my brothels are. And that, this is where he could wind down and be himself. Right. And then he so, took some herbal supplements as well, I heard. You know, if you're really he digging the show and you want to find out more, like behind-the-scenes stuff and or a few secrets herbal, that never hit the uh, air, no, yes, you can do it by following us uh, at Podcast One on Twitter, night, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, That's at Podcast Oweni. If you do that, you'll stay up to date between all the episodes and get a look behind the scenes. You'll get photos, videos, extras, and a whole lot more. So join the Podcast One community on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just follow us at Podcast One. That's at Podcast Oweni. And don't forget to tag us or use the hashtag Podcast yeah, I'm, One I'm so we can sure write back that to those, you. I, I hate those unnamed sources. I think because un, unnamed source means liar to me or somebody that's selling a story. True. So I, I, don't know, I don't know about that. I, I would hope not. Uh, I know the girls, we were monitoring the situation. Uh, I, I, I told the girls, if you see anything, you've got to tell us. You've got to tell us. And they, they didn't see anything. And what I what I do know is that he was sleeping good, and I told Doctor Drew that. Doctor Drew says, "Well, he's probably taking sleeping pills on top of the of the speed or right. or crack." Okay, uh, he was eating good, and Doctor Drew didn't have an answer on that. Yeah, that's weird because usually if you're either, you're not hungry yeah. if you're doing drugs. Exactly, you know you don't want anything to eat, mm-hmm. and so I think we we did what we could. To protect ourselves and him, uh, we just have to wait till the toxicology report. There was another little kink that I really haven't talked about. On Sunday, I get a call from a guy named George Rivas. Oh, I saw this George, on your Twitter feed. This is crazy. It's nuts. It's absolutely nuts, and who knows what the real deal is. So George says he's his manager. I need to talk to Lamar. I said, well, Lamar's not in my places. He said, yes, he is, Dennis. I know he is. And I said, why? How do you know that? And he says, because the security cameras at the place he lives picked up the license plate, and the license plate was traced back to you. I said, well, if you're his manager, you got his number, you need to call him. 
because I, I don't know anything about this. I can't. Lamar said he paid 75000 He doesn't want anybody yeah. knowing he's here. I, I'm, not, I'm not telling anybody. Oh, it's confidential. So now, yep, next day the guy, same guy calls me ragging on me and I'm saying, you know what? I don't know. you got to go away. Now, after this happens, the paramedics haul him out of here. The police come. There's no there's no evidence of drugs or paraphernalia in the room. The police are satisfied with that. Ambulance takes him away, takes him to the Pahrump Hospital, where they immediately say he's got to go to Sunrise in Vegas, get the helicopter. He doesn't fit in the helicopter. Mm. The thing that made him so famous and rich is height. Might kill him. Yep, might kill him. And and I, and I, which I don't get to be honest with you because I, I said well bend his knees. What I know the hell? I thought about that too. I'm like can't well maybe he had to be flat on his back or something. But yeah. great, bend his knees, put him on the side. I don't I don't get that. Yeah, he's he's four foot eight with, with his legs bent. So bend the knees. So it didn't happen. They rushed him there. But I get a call immediately while he's still at the hospital from George Rivas saying I want Lamar's stuff. And I said, well, George, I don't even know who you are. And he says, well, I said, have the management company call me because I'm trying to protect myself right. and Lamar. Management company, somebody very professional, that I was in the heat of the battle. So I didn't really check out who they were, but they were very professional. Said, let him, and this George Rivas is not a professional guy, and he's talked more street language than, than that. Right. Um, so let him have the stuff. So I let him have the stuff. Now, do you have fine. that on video camera? Do you have? Um, yeah. So you know what he, yeah. uh, you know what he looks like. Yeah, I know what he looks like. I've got his ID. I've got everything. Well, so good. Uh, he's, we've got video of him going through all all the stuff. Now, four hours later, I get a call from a guy named Jason. Very sweet, nice guy. And he said, the family, I'm calling on behalf of the family. Thank you for helping Lamar. I don't know whether he meant the, the, the Kardashians or the Odoms. Right. Uh, he says, where's Lamar's stuff? I said, well, I gave it to his manager. And he said, well, who's his manager? I said, George Rebus. Don't you know that? He says, well, this guy's at the hospital, and I'm down here dealing with him, and he says he's got Lamar's stuff, but the family doesn't know who he is. And... I asked him about, about, I asked George who he was, and he says he's been Lamar's manager for five or six months. So. And now he's at the hospital both, trying to see Lamar? He's trying to get, he's, trying, he's saying he's got all of Lamar's stuff, which he did have. So we don't know who this guy is. Is he involved in, in George's party life? I mean, the Lamar's party life, or is, is he part of the Kardashians? Who the hell is this guy? And you've got every news agency right now is digging in on this, and, and, and putting TMZ and Inside Edition and everyone to find out who this guy is and what his real connection to Lamar is. Wow, yeah, I know I read about that. I was like, wait, how can this guy just come in and take this stuff and, like, not... I mean, obviously, now that there's video and you have his ID, it's not going to be that hard to find out what this guy's story is. Right. And, and, but, but who knows? I, we just, I mean, this, this story is the best movie ever. It's got hookers, an NBA <laughs> champion, drugs, the 
Kardashians? I mean, what the hell? All, all you need is a couple circus animals and you got everything. Right. Now, I read that Khloe Kardashian's PR called you and asked you to stop speaking to the media. Absolutely. And this upset and, and you. Here's, my, here's my, my concern with this. If it was you and I and you were involved in it, you'd be calling the brothel owner saying, Mr. Hoff, what? please help me. What did he eat? What did he drink? What can you tell me? What can I tell the doctors? I need information. We're trying to save his life. Please give me information. Right. Isn't that what, isn't that what you do? Yeah. I mean, I think I, I, Hell yeah, you personally, are. yes, because it's a, you know, my okay. husband or my, you know, they're still legally married. I would want to be on your good side, obviously, and get to the bottom exactly. of everything. Exactly. So what I get is a, a rude publicist from this 42 West saying, Mr. Hoff, and starts giving me a hard time, and are, has any media contacted you? And I said, yes, today's show, Good Morning America, Dr. Drew, Nancy Grace. Are you going to do these shows? Yes. She said, well, I suggest you don't. You need to pass those media contacts on to me. Chloe Kardashian will speak for herself. I'm like, excuse me? You, you're not Chloe speaking Kar- for Chloe. You're speaking for what happened at your establishment. Exactly. And, and, and I, I got thrust into this. I, it wasn't my idea. It, I can't help it if when, when Lamar's at the hospital here, the TMZ's calling me because, because they already know what's going on. I, I have to go into a mode to tell the world what really happened and what I think happened and, and be perfectly honest and forthright with everybody from the police to Harvey Levin to the Today Show. Yeah, you have to protect and, yourself. You have to protect... And, and to be honest, like... Every single channel, whether you're talking on it or not, they're all doing Lamar Odom specials. So why are they not calling everyone and saying, be quiet? That's not really, it's not fair. Exactly. Exactly. And, and but what I said, the final thing I, I said to her, do, do me a favor. Could you tell Khloe Kardashian to go to hell? And the, and the woman sounded a little offended. I said, oh, you know what? One more thing. If she's so close to him, why are my hookers waking up with him if oh. she's not? Yikes! And what did what was the that, answer that was to pretty, that? That was pretty. That was pretty strong. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, but that's the way I felt because this lady, she sounded like a monster. To she me. wasn't being nice. It, so she, you get what it, you, you, you get what nice. back what you put out there. You you look in the mirror and smile. Guess what? The mirror smiles back. Right. And and if it, it would have been Mr. Hoff, help me. We've got concerns, and I I would have just said, you, you know what. Chloe can't speak for me or the ranch. She doesn't know what happens. Now, she's going to say nothing but bad things about me. It's already out there. Whether she said it or not, we ripped him off. Uh, we, we were involved with drugs, which is total nonsense. He dictated the price. It was his wishes. We're not going to be involved in drugs with anybody. First of all, guys can't perform on drugs. No. They just, they just coke guys just can't perform. And this is about sex. This is not. This is not about drugs. So our girls, the last thing they want is a guy doing coke, because it just it, they can't do anything. Right. No. Of course. And but are you sure that she's the one saying all of this? Because what if she reached out to you personally and was just like, "Listen, I apologize for not talking to you. Would you would you forgive the fact that she's you know all of this is going on and she's supposedly saying bad things?" You are so smart. I, I talked to Judith Regan is my dear friend and, and and published my book, The Art of the Pimp. Right. And um, 
Judah said, this is the nicest girl. She's sweet as can be. She this is. is not her talking, Dennis. This is this publicist. And and so I, I said, you know, okay, uh, if that's the way it is. Uh, but, and, and you're right. I mean, all that's that's what I need. I, I, she needs to call and say, Dennis, I'm sorry. Now, what can we do to improve on, on things now? What can you tell me to help Lamar? Yeah, and I think uh, she will. I mean, I've met Chloe, and she is a very sweet girl, and she is very smart. I think right now, obviously, she's thrust into the middle of this crappy situation. She's probably embarrassed. She's obviously worried that Lamar might die. But ultimately, I, I do see her doing the right thing and probably reaching out to you at some point. Yeah, well, I, I hope so. And uh, it, 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 she's, she's thrust into it like I'm thrust into it. I've got 23 years of doing this with a history of no tolerance for drugs. Everybody knows it. I can line up 100 rock stars that have been told, don't do drugs in my place. We just don't want to deal with it. So uh, at 23 years, seven brothels, tens of millions of dollars, in, in maybe $100 million in investments, and I'm not going to risk that for anybody. No, absolutely not. All. And had had this happened before, it would have been documented. So obviously people are aware that you just can't do that. You, there's no tolerance. We, we, we go so far as this. If you are working there or you're a customer and you come up with this, I've got a med card and, and weed is legal, it doesn't matter. Get out of here. Yeah. We're not going to tolerate it. We just... We just can't do it. And, I, and I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Why? Because in the sex trade, which is, tip, is illegal, underage, ethnic, it, it's drug-ridden, disease-ridden, then everybody wants to paint me with that same brush when I have a legal business and half the girls there have better educations than I do. They're just businesswomen. But they want to paint me with the same brush, and I won't give it to them. I've never had a drink in 23 years in public. I, I, I don't, everybody knows I'm against drugs, and that's the image that I have to have to maintain my business. Absolutely. I mean, it, it definitely, if you, you wouldn't have a business if this was out there and people were thinking that you could do drugs, at, you know, on the ranches, at the brothels, but you can't police everyone. That's the problem. And knowing well, Lamar, I, I, you can't, yeah. you can't go through his stuff and say, okay, you know, if he had it, he had it. You're not in charge of him. Right, and I, I think Oprah articulated that probably better than anybody, and uh, and that's that's exactly exactly right, and that's exactly what what um, Dr. Drew was saying too. Well, obviously, we're all praying for Lamar to get better, and I know that you want the best for him as well. And I think it is important for you to speak the truth and get your story out there. And I say, you know. The more, you know, knowledge is power, the more we know, like the less we're sitting around guessing and reading these blogs where people are lying or just making things up and then we're thinking they're true. Yeah, I, I think my curiosity now is the, the toxicology report. Yes. Did he, did he intentionally OD on some downers here? That would that'd be, I'd be incredibly disappointed if he did that. Um, and also, who is this George Rivas yeah. and what's his connection to him? I, yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm very curious as well. And, you know, there are prescription drugs. He could have taken Ambien. Like, you know, there's Ambien, which is, it's not the safest thing, especially if you take more than you're supposed to take, which is right. you know, can be very dangerous. But that's not something that they can't bring there. I mean, if you have that, you have that. If you have right. sleep issues. Oh, gosh, Dennis. Well, you're really – I mean, I am – 
so thankful that you talked to us. And I think it's really great that you keep telling your story and don't listen to any publicist. You do you. And just let me know yeah. when you get the information. We'll have you back on. Yep. And you, you know what? Inside Edition wanted to shoot something. And I said, no, not till I'm done with Brandy. And you know why? Because oh. she was my friend before you guys wanted to talk to me. Oh, well, I mean, thank you so much for doing this. And, welcome, you know, get, and get your book. Do it, do it, do it. <laughs> All right, honey. Have <laughs> All a good right, one. I'll, I'll say, well, can you imagine when they come out with the paperback version and I add this chapter? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you should have waited one more year. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Have a good one, Dennis. Uh, All right, thank you, darling. All right, Man. bye. Wow, well, thank you to Dennis Hoff for joining us and giving us the insider view. And in a few minutes, we're going to be calling my good friend and former housewives of Beverly Hills star, Kim Richards. It's relatable. We've all done something crazy for love. Chances are that if you don't have a crazy ex, then you are the crazy ex. Rebecca Bunch has always been a little bit crazy about one special guy, her very first love. Then she gets a second chance 10 years later when she meets him again. Now she's leaving her dream job in New York to follow her dream man to dreamy West Covina, California, where the beach is only two hours away and four hours in traffic. It's a journey to figure out what she really wants, who she really is, and if it's really okay to check someone's Facebook 63 times a day. But for better or for worse, she's got a new direction in life and a song in her heart. A demented take on the modern musical with raunchy original songs from the writer of The Devil Wears Prada and the director of 500 Days of Summer, starring and co-created by internet sensation Rachel Bloom. She can sing. She can dance. She can imagine a world where doing both in public is completely normal. The Hollywood Reporter names Rachel Bloom one of TV's hottest stars to watch. The new series, USA Today, says may be fall's most promising comedy. TV Guide calls it insanely entertaining. Critics agree Crazy Ex-Girlfriend is something to sing about. You can check out the trailer at CWTV.com. The incredible new series, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. All new episodes Monday at 8, 7 central on The CW. You know, if you're really digging this show and you want to find out more, like behind-the-scenes stuff or a few secrets that never hit the air. No. Yes. You can do it by following us at Podcast One on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. That's at Podcast O-N-E. If you do that, you'll stay up to date between all the episodes and get a look behind the scenes. You'll get photos, videos, extras, and a whole lot more. So join the Podcast One community on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just follow us at Podcast One. That's at Podcast O-N-E. And don't forget to tag us or use the hashtag Podcast One so we can write back to you. We are back with Brandy Glanville Unfiltered, and I have my pal Kim Richards on the phone. Hello. Hey, Kim. It's Brandy. How are you? Hi. Good. How are you? Good. Thank you so much for taking this call. You're such a good friend to me. Um, I just wanted to check in and see how you're feeling. How's your foot? How's your knee? Oh, well, they're they're getting better. They're, it's so a little hard to get around, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> well, I feel good. I'm, I'm really happy things are going good and, you know. It's always good. You How sound you? you sound great. I'm you know me. I talked to you like, like two days ago, so you know you yeah, know every. I know we talk all, all the, the time. Movies. Um, <laughs> but, but so tell us, you know, your sobriety. Everything's going good with that. You you're doing really well. 
Yeah, everything's good. I'm actually getting ready to go to um, New Jersey to go do Chiller, the signing show in um, at the Sheraton, October 23rd to the 25th. And, um, you know, I love to go do those signing shows and see everybody. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Oh, and I wish I could go with you. I want to see you in your element with everyone going crazy. I, I really want to uh, see that. Truthfully, though, I love, I love being there and being able to be with everybody and, you know, hear everybody and hear their stories and get to, you know, just see everyone, see all my fans and, and um, connect with them because that's just my favorite part of all of this. So, yeah, I'm going to be there, and that's a lot of fun. I'm getting ready to go do that, I believe, on um, Thursday morning. And um, just, um, you know, enjoying life, really, truly. It's uh, it's it's a good time for me right now, and, you know. So. It's, it's relaxing. We were both saying how it's relaxing for us. We're not so stressed out with everything that we would normally be stressed out with. We wake up with smiles on our face. And we don't have to deal with the drama. Well, not every day. But <laughs> it is. Um, it's 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 a it's good. It's better now. And um, you know, it's a rough time for a bit there, and just um, putting everything back in order, and and just really focusing on uh, my family and me and me and my family. And you know, how are the girls? How's uh, everyone doing? Everybody's great. You know, Chad's in Michigan right now, um, visiting his girlfriend. And um, girls are great. And, um, and just really, uh, Monty's great. He's been here the last few days. We've been just spending some good quality time. And um, so, yeah, just really, um, yeah, enjoying life, you know, really one day at a time, you know. Of course. I mean, <laughs> Sometimes one minute at a time, but, you know, definitely just, um, but well, you being, know how You're being is. positive, you're moving forward, and the past is the past, and, we're, you know, fuck the past. Well, <laughs> I think part of what I do today is just really brand new, and I've said this to you before, is living in the now, like living in the present. And if I look too far back or look too far forward, I, it, it gets kind of crazy, and I get fearful or, you know, too much catches up. So living in the present for me is just the best way. And it's the only way for me today is just learning right now and realizing today is beautiful. And I'm super grateful for right now and all that who's in it and the way things are right now and, and just doing the best that I can today. And, and, you know, that this way is the safest and the best way for me. And, um, so that's what I, I do. And, and makes me feel really great about my life, you know, waking up this morning and just getting on my knees and saying thank you and looking at all that's around me right now. Well, that's the best thing you can do. And I have to say that you're doing an amazing job because we're close friends and I talk to you all the time and I'm just really proud of you. And like, I really think that living in the present is the only way I always take, I take life one day at a time because otherwise I I don't even know what I'm doing tomorrow. (laughs) I would go crazy. Yeah, so uh, how are you doing? What's going on? Because I haven't talked to you in two days. I know. So what happened? What's going on in two days? Uh, Mason had a date. So that was um, the first date. Yeah. I was a little stressed out. And we went and we bought her a present. We got flowers. And Shut yeah, the front door. I know. I, I'm like, <laughs> I was texting him the whole day. Like, what are you doing? Where are you? What, what's going on? 
So I, I was definitely, I was okay with it, but it's, uh, it's kind of a rude awakening that this is actually, it's going to start happening, Kim. I have to go through this. Well, I'll be right there for you, dear. <laughs> Don't worry, honey. I always tell my kids, when you look to the back of the theater and you're sitting me behind, they're like, Mom, don't. You wouldn't. I'm like, well, you know I will. I would. So, I mean, I wouldn't, but I could. And I maybe, don't, like, just don't be surprised if you look back and see me in the back of the theater while you're eating your popcorn. But, well, <laughs> this is us. This is our nutty conversation. But I love you so much, and thank you for letting me call you. And I will see you. Th- well, I want to see you before you leave. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, I leave on Thursday morning. So let's do something tomorrow or Wednesday. Yeah, let's or do a coffee. And I, yeah, for sure. All right, I love you, honey. Okay. All right. All right, love you too. Bye. Bye. See you later. Bye. So that does it today for Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. I want to thank my guest, Dennis Hoff, and my friend, Kim Richards. It's always lovely to talk to her. And of course, go out and get my books, uh, Drinking and Tweeting and Drinking and Dating as book number two, working on book number three as we speak. And of course, get some Chardonnay and chill out, Unfiltered Blonde, available in stores all over. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes at podcastone.com. That's podcastone.com.